I'm recording this on the 13th of November 2020, Friday the 13th. By the time you get hold of it, it'll probably be the weekend. And what to say? This weekend, Libya is in misery again. In misery for why? In misery again because they have killed Hanan Barassi. I mean, care about the death of one woman? A shooting, a drive-by shooting in Benghazi by General Haftar. What does he live by ruling through terror? I try to respect General Haftar. Hanan Barassi, what did she do? What was her crime? She criticized Haftar's son. I'm sure the boy is well-intentioned and has every intention of taking over from his father in the best way possible. But you don't just shoot somebody because they run their mouth off. Where is What is mob rule, gang rule in, in Benghazi? Benghazi, a city ruled by fear, by fear, General Haftar. I mean, is that the way to do it? Come on, guys. Rule of the gun to drive by shooting. It, it's got to end. You've got to have some standards of common decency. Uh, what's Hanan Barassi? Just a, a lawyer and human rights activist. Ah, oh, come on, come on, come on. And the international community stands by and watches. France, have you no authority? You back General Haftar. The United Arab Emirates, Egypt, you back this man. Libya needs elections, actually, is what it needs. There's no reason it shouldn't have elections. Yes, we've somebody or other has blown up half the records, but that doesn't really matter. You can have elections the way they did in the early days with Iraq. Many of the problems of Libya stem from the 2014 elections, which were messed up, messed up by the international community, which forced people to stand without listing uh, their political party. In some places, places in southern Libya, there was one particular place where it was an MP was elected with three votes. The international community trying to manipulate the elections screwed up Libya again. Disgraceful. I mean, we brought the catastrophe of Libya on the head of the Libyans. Everybody wanted to see Colonel Gaddafi gone, but the intervention, the military intervention by Britain in the lead, Britain, well, you could say the Arab Spring and the Libyan people brought down Colonel Gaddafi, it would not have been successful without the support of David Cameron, the Prime Minister of Britain, and he was very much in the lead in that action. And he messed up that country and then left it to rot. Just like he messed up so many things. Messed up the European Union and then left that to rot. Messed up the Scottish referendum business and left that to rot. David Cameron, what a man. Caused trouble everywhere he went. What damage you can do so easily. Anyway, now we look to Biden. He's been elected as president of the United States of America. Obama described Libya, President Obama described Libya as his greatest personal failure. Why that? Because he failed to intervene to do something to set Libya straight when David Cameron screwed it all up. And he did fail. He did fail. Obama failed in regard to Libya. And Biden, does Biden have a role? Biden can step in, in his way. I mean, for goodness sake, U.S. ambassador to Libya was assassinated. Situation is not that dissimilar. He was assassinated, dear man. And now Hanan Barassi has been assassinated, quite possibly by similar people. Come on now, Biden, it's your chance to do something good for Libya. It is your chance to correct Obama's failure 
I mean, the local regional powers and, and international powers are intervening in bad ways. The Turks and the Russians have sent in thugs, Turkish thugs fighting on the side of, of the government, the internationally recognized government, on the side of the west of Libya, the western half. Russian thugs fighting on the side of the eastern half of Libya. It's like a civil war all over again. I mean, the Russian thugs are... Well, they're thugs. They're the worst kinds of mercenary, really. The Turkish, I guess they're, they're regular troops, really, on the Turkish side. These people intervening. We need a new constitution for Libya that allows all to stand for election. All to stand for election. I'm sorry, but the West must stop interfering and allow everybody to stand. That means including safe Gaddafi, no matter how much you despise him. He has some support. He should be allowed to stand, which means you allow the fellow to have a... He can't, he can't get a can't even get a vote because he hasn't got a national insurance card because he won't issue them, will you? You won't allow anybody to issue them. <laughs> yeah, so wicked we are in the West. Well, it would be embarrassing, wouldn't it, if he stood and did well. But we must allow nations to have free and fair elections. It's our habit to interfere and stop that. We must stop messing around. And we must stop all of these thugs. You cannot shoot Hanan Barassi and get away with it. You cannot have drive-by shootings. What there's no... People are going to live in fear. We In Britain, we've had the death today, as I speak, of, of Sutcliffe, the Yorkshire Ripper. He terrorized the Midlands of, of, of the United Kingdom. My wife, Veronica, was talking about him. He frightened women. Women couldn't walk out in the streets except in, in, in large groups for years because of the fear caused by these random killings by the Yorkshire Ripper. It was awful. It was awful. Young men who were walking behind a woman would would uh, cross the street to avoid walking behind a woman in case they frightened her. Awful time uh, in in a little, little a little cameo of awfulness in in British history. It's long gone, and the man died today. Thank God he's dead. But fear that you instill in people. Now Benghazi, the town of Benghazi, is being ruled by fear. People are frightened. Speak out, and you'll be shot. Speak out, just speak out of line. Come on. This has to stop. You, you, General Hafter, you have to grow up and behave like an adult. And I'm sorry. Uh, and, and now your son is taking over. Well, here, I'm sure we'll have better standards than you do and be a better man than you are. It's time for people in Libya to have a little self-respect. This is not the way to run things. It's just simply not the way to run things. They don't like, by the way, Turkish and Russians coming in on either side. The Turkish are extracting a huge price. They, they, uh, oh, we'll come and help you, international community. Just surrender your international waters by treaty to Turkey. You are a nasty piece of work, President Erdogan. Extract blood from a people in order to give your help. Now, things are things are not good for Libya, and they have to be turned around, and they have to be turned around right quickly 
what's going on is not fair. And it doesn't just affect Libya. I mean, the longer the Libya is a failed state, the longer we'll have refugees flooding across the Med and poor Italy doesn't know what to do with them and sticks them on some island. All that misery. And then refugees from sub-Saharan Africa who get no further than Libya and end up in misery in Libya. Libyans don't want them. All that misery caused by the end, actually, caused by David Cameron. He's the root cause of much of this evil. He used to say, I mean, the buck stops somewhere. David Cameron, you're at fault. But Erdogan isn't helping, President Erdogan. And, well, I suppose some Libyans regard Erdogan as their savior, don't they? Saved them from Haftar. Half General Haftar, you are not helping. Drive-by shootings are not the way forward. Simply, simply not good. Need a better tomorrow for more... For poor Libya, a tomorrow where women like Hanan Barassi can walk down the streets of Benghazi without being gunned down for something they happen to say on social media. I mean, come on. A better tomorrow is what we all expect and demand. And we have every right to expect people to behave in a far better way than they are in regard to Libya today. You know, my late father... Claude Morris, he was a close friend of Colonel Gaddafi's, a very close friend. They went off into the desert together. They would talk away for days down in the desert, Gaddafi and my father. They were allies. They they loved one another in their way until the day when Colonel Gaddafi, until the day when Colonel Gaddafi ordered the shooting of two lawyers in London. That assassination of the two lawyers, I remember, I remember it well, I was just a boy. That assassination of the, the two lawyers turned my father's heart, broke my father's heart. He knew the men. Gaddafi shot them dead in London. And that was the end for my father. Never saw Gaddafi again, never had anything to do with him again. That was a turning point. Now General Haftar is going down the same road, behaving the same way, committing the same acts of terror. He is in danger of becoming a terrorist. Really, enough, General Haftar. This is not appropriate behavior. Okay, thank you. God bless. Bye.